or abusive, just because society is making it more difficult and increasingly difficult not just to be men, but to even become a man, that doesn't mean that we have got to be men that don't act like men. I'll say it this way. Predisposition towards something does not make you predetermined to be that something. Now I want to let you know that, that what I'm going to talk about next week I think is the most significant challenge that we've all got that keeps us from acting like men. But the first week I talked about how society and things have changed in society and affected us in a way that, uh, that, that make it difficult for us to know what it means to act like a man, to be a man. And then last week I talked about what I think is the most uh, severely uh, felt and deeply penetrating emotion.
Hey, do it. Do it, man. Go. And you, you be quiet. Robbie's very happy here. You stay with your mother, honey. You'll be fine. He's not going anywhere. Oh, yes, I am. Don't be silly. Let's remember what happened the last time you, you, you pulled a stunt like this. I got married, Ma. Okay. I moved out because I got married. That's right. You got married. And what happened with that? And you lost all your money to that awful woman with the three different eyeshadows. The point is, you were miserable. And we welcomed you back into this house. And we made you whole again. Remember that? Yeah. And now you want to go out on your own again? <laughs> Is that really the smartest thing? <laughs> Good. Craziness settled. Come here. You got something on your face. Come here. Some of you guys are going, hey, man, that sounds really familiar. That was the laughter of familiarity there. That wasn't just craziness. And it's amazing. How does that affect us? See, let me just tell you a little bit about this right here. Uh, it, it is not a wound that is caused by abuse or neglect that we're talking about here. It's disguised as care and Thank you. 
shape who we should be and that thing is removed there's always a price to pay one of the things that we're going to see right here is the feminization of men secondly indecisiveness in men don't disappoint your mother do you know how that would make me feel and so you live your life and i'm not going to let anybody down i'm not going to hurt my mom i don't want to do anything that's going to make her feel ashamed let me just run you through something real quick to show you that this is not some small idea right here uh, you know, at, at the very bottom, skip those two quotes. It says, men become overly passive. This is what happens when you've got this wound. The result is men uh, become overly passive, apathetic, isolated, afraid. Where it says men become overly passive, apathetic, isolated, afraid, making decisions based on emotions. Or they become uh, dominant in regards to women and lazy, demanding or abusive. With their leadership. That's the idea. You see that? Now, what I want to show you, I want to walk through, and I'm going to give you very quickly a guy named Paul Meyer who wrote a book called Child Rearing and Personality Development. He went through and he said, you want to create a guy that, that has problems with addictions, sexual orientation, and societal, uh, you know, contributing positively to society? This is the way you do it. Now, this is just his observation of years of, of shepherding people through the pains that come. I want to zip through these real quick. All right, here we go. How to develop a drug addict or alcoholic, he says. Have mom do this, specifically. Have mom do this. Spoil him. Give him everything he wants if you can afford it, too. When he does wrong, you may nag him, but don't ever spank him. Three, foster his dependence on you so drugs or alcohol can replace you when he's older. Four, protect him from your husband and from those mean teachers who threaten to spank him from time to time. Sue them if you have to. Make all of his decisions for him since you are a lot older and wiser than he is. He might mistakes, make mistakes and learn from them if you don't. He continues, criticize daddy openly so your son can lose his own self-respect and confidence. Seven, always bail him out of trouble so he will never... So he will like you. Besides, he might harm your reputation if he gets a police record. Never let him suffer the consequences of his own behavior. Always step in. Solve his problems for him so he can depend on you and run to you when the going gets tough. Then when he's older and still hasn't learned how to solve his own problems, he can continue to run from them through heroin or alcohol. Nine, just to play it safe, be sure to dominate your husband. Drive him to drink too if you can. <laughs> let daddy do have an impact on him. Let dad get away from that woman. You know, did you see that commercial? I think it's a Bud commercial with that guy and the NFL official that's sitting there and the coach is just yelling in his ear, right? And the guy's going, how do these guys do this? What training do they get in order to enable them to shut off that kind of abuse? And then it has that guy sitting on the couch drinking his Bud and his wife is right in his ear saying, you know, you worthless, no good. Why don't you get up and do something? You know, and that's the idea. Number 10, take lots of prescription drugs yourself so that, you, so that taking non-prescription drugs won't be a major step for him. In other words, you medicate and that... Your own life. That's how to develop that in your son. Now watch this. He goes on to say, you want to know how to develop a homosexual? He says, start by using the ten easy steps to, to, to raise an alcoholic. And then add this. Show love for your son by protecting him very carefully. Don't let him play football or baseball with the other boys. He might get hurt. Don't let him be a newspaper boy or patrol boy. He might catch pneumonia out there in the bad weather. Next, he says, be sure he spends a lot of time with you and very little with his father or any other adult males. And you do those other ten things I listed, and that's how you raise a homosexual. Do you see what's absent? What he's saying right there is, look, kids that grow up in these kind of homes are predisposed to addictions because they're not used to facing the realities of their problems. They're not used to dealing with things like God intended us to as men. 
but we're rescued from them. And so when there's nothing there to rescue from them, mama ain't there. So mama becomes, you know, some wild turkey. Or mama becomes this little needle I can poke in my body. Someplace I can go to escape from the pain like mama always said, come over here, I'll comfort you. You get the idea? And then you want to know how to have a homosexual? He goes through it that way. Uh, I'll give you one more. This is how to raise a sociopathic criminal. This is what Myers says he sees again and again in how to do this. As usual, start with the ten easy steps the, the alcoholic uh, mom uses with the following exceptions in a distance. Never spank the child. Physical punishment is a thing of the past. In fact, spanking him is now considered in some of the more evolved countries in Europe. Three, let your child express himself any way he feels. He'll learn from your example how to behave. He doesn't need discipline. He just needs people to understand him. Four, don't, ru don't run his life. Let him run yours. Let him manipulate you and play on your guilt if he doesn't get his own way. In other words, let this kid never experience any consequences. Be that enabling mom. Do you see the idea? I could go through this, but you start to see that needy moms are the ones that often show us and teach us that this is the way you get through life in ways that can predispose us towards a lot of dysfunction that is out there. Feminization and indecisiveness. And what also happens is you've got men who look to their wives to play the role that mom played. And it drives women crazy. Because they want mom, when they, they want to marry mom. They want somebody to take care of them, comfort them. And the women's going, I married you to lead me, not to be your mom. And you've got wild women and passive men, and the women are just going, oh, I'm going to raise me a boy that will love me right. You know, women love these kind of men, all right, that are sensitive, and they hate them all at the same time. Okay, and by the way, sensitive isn't the bad thing, but I want to say overly sensitive and driven by emotions and feelings, all right, and aren't driven by a stability and a course of what is right. Uh, you see the quote there by... Uh, that one lady, Margot Kaufman, the only thing worse than a man you can't control is a man that you can. And that's a fact. I try to keep people who lie, break promises, and need a 24-hour mom to a minimum, one woman says. That's why I haven't married. Because that's what she sees most of her girlfriends already having. So what's the solution? The solution is simply this. The solution is you've got to face the truth with confidence. Don't use your past as an excuse. Instead, exercise your faith. In other words, you've got to believe that you were created to lead, to love, to provide, to protect. So it goes to the next one. Gain a clear understanding of what it means to be a man and remind yourself who men are ultimately accountable to in life. Let me give you a hint. And what I mean by that, guys, is you are called to honor your mother. But don't let your mama take that first out of time like the people you ever had because you always think your mama tells you to do. No, you don't. You do what God designed you to do. And anytime you get manipulated or loved or controlled or